Hi, I'm Tony Kramer with RDO Equipment Company. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Every day there are phenomenal advancements being made in the field of agriculture technology. RDO Equipment Company is a leader in agriculture equipment and precision agriculture technology and is here with industry experts bringing the latest news and information from RDO and John Deere. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is episode number 146, and today we are going to be talking about the Harvest Lab 3000. Before we dive into the show, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. You can subscribe to the show on the many different podcasting apps that we're streaming this out to, such as Apple's podcast app. We've got it on Stitcher, Overcast, SoundCloud, as well as many others. While you're out there, drop us a review. We'd love to hear what you think about the show. Lastly, make sure to follow RDO Equipment Company on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and catch all of our latest videos on YouTube. We've also recently created a new YouTube channel called Precision Ag Answers by RDO Equipment. On Precision Ag Answers, you're going to find information, basic information and walkthroughs like optimizing machinery, display navigation, and even some stuff on the John Deere Operations Center. So if you're looking for a little help, you like browsing YouTube, I encourage you to check out Precision Ag Answers. You can also follow me on Twitter at K. Now with that, let's get back to the show. I'm excited to welcome Jay Garcia, who is a product specialist with RDO Equipment Company. Thanks for joining us on the show today, Jay. To get started, I'd like to hear a little bit more about you and your background and how you got involved in the industry. Uh, thanks, Tony. Yeah, um, I grew up here in uh, Pasco, Washington, almost my entire life. I didn't, I didn't grow up on a farm. I was more like that city slicker cousin that, you know, my dad shipped me off one year to go help out my uncles at my uncle's farm down south. And that's kind of how my interest for farming really began. And then about nine years ago, RDO equipment, you know, gave me the opportunity to come on board and kind of give me the opportunity and resources to learn there is everything about farming. I started in the parts department. um, And then after that, did a little bit of sales and then came on to the product specialist team. So I've been with RDO for about nine years now, almost in August. And uh, just been having a ton of fun learning a lot of stuff about farming. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely a little more of an unconventional way of getting into the ag industry of uh, not uh, not growing up with farming, but but being kind of some distant relation to farming. But that's awesome to to uh, get your interest and in, and uh, your involvement in the ag industry, and then find a company like RDO to give you the opportunities to to learn more and continue uh, pursuing this passion in ag. So very cool to hear that background. And like you said, so you're on the product specialist team out there in the uh, our northwest region um, Washington state. So you guys have got, uh, quite a bit of forage harvesting going on out there, uh, which is why I brought you on the show today, Jay, is to talk a little bit more about the Harvest Lab 3000 sensor. Now let's just start out. What is the Harvest Lab 3000 and what are the different ways we can use this sensor? Yeah, well, the Harvest Lab 3000 is, uh, one sensor that can be used in three different applications. Uh, when you have the forage constituent activation in there and you put it on your a self-propelled forage harvester, you get real-time ingredient measurements on the go as you're harvesting through the fields. 
once you're done harvesting, you, you can get your stationary kit out, take it off your, your harvester, and then you can use it to uh, do mobile feed analysis. So basically um, measure, you know, all the components of your total mix ratio in your silage uh, pile, you know, to make sure you get the correct mix rations to achieve, you know, higher mix yields for your cattle. Um, that way you can also monitor, you know, silage quality all year round and not, not have any downtime on that sensor. You can also, you know, put another manure constituent activation on there, a new set of calibration files, and then you got a liquid manure sensing machine. Um, you can mount it on a tanker or a drag hose setup as well. It'll measure, you know, uh, nitrogen, ammonium, um, phosphate, potassium, dry matter, as well as volume. So let's talk a little bit first about the forage harvesting. So whether it be mounting it on your self-propelled forage harvester or just uh, using that mobile feed analysis or that stationary kit. So what what is this sensor doing? How does it measure these constituents? And what is being measured and or predicted? What What are we looking at here with the Harvest Lab 3000? So it's, it uses uh, NIR technology, near-infrared technology, to measure and predict uh, like moisture, you know, dry matter, ash, your acid de- detergent fibers, uh, neutral detergent fibers, as well as crude protein. How it does that, the NIR technology, it's, it's got a halogen light in there that beams directly into the crop as it passes through the lens. And then as light energy is kind of transmitted, and is partially absorbed by the crop or reflected. Same way the human eye recognizes colors, humans see the color green because, you know, objects like pine trees reflect light at a specific wavelength. The way, uh, same way as, you know, the Harvest Lab 3000 recognizes nutrients in crops based on those wavelengths that are reflected in the near-infrared spectrum. Yeah, that's really cool to be able to utilize that NIR, near-infrared technology, to be able to get that real-time prediction or real-time information as you're running that uh, that forage harvester through the field, or even like you said, you get that mobile station or that, that desktop station to be able to do feed analysis, not having to not having to send in uh, samples to the lab. You can do it right there on the tailgate of your pickup with that. So one of the other really neat features I know with the self-propelled forage harvesters, if we have this on one of those machines, it's also capable of site-specific documentation when it comes to the moisture, the dry matter, everything like that. Tell us a little bit about what we can get out of the documentation from this machine. Yeah. Um, so in the operation center, as you're harvesting, you know, you'll, you'll get all these cool uh, map layers. Uh, that you can go later on and view. Um, you can get dry matter, dry yield, even how much of the inoculant dosing you've used, also your length of cut, uh, moisture, wet weight, and then total tonnage uh, in the operation center. Yeah, so that's really, I mean, similar to uh, a combine, a yield monitor on a combine. It sounds like you're able to get those documentation, those map layers right into the operation center, whereas without the Harvest Lab 3000, you wouldn't have this level of information. 
And the other thing is you talked about length of cut. So there is also an auto lock or an auto length of cut system uh, associated with this as well. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, that's kind of like the icing on the cake, you know, automatic length of cut for consistent feed quality. You know, it adjusts the length of cut based on your crop moisture. So you can go in there and set a level, you know, what level of moisture you want to what length of cut to improve your bunk density. Uh, You know, quality forage comes from properly packed silage, which is directly related to the, you know, moisture content and length of cut of your silage. Yeah, definitely a feature there. You talk about the the quality of forage and making sure that when you're going out there, you're chopping that silage, whatever form of silage it may be. Uh, you obviously want that stuff to last. You want it to be high quality feed. So that auto lock or auto length of cut system uh, seems to be a very neat feature. Now, we've talked a little bit about the forage, the self-propelled forage harvesters, the mobile unit or the stationary unit. Now, one of the other things you said uh, is manure constituent sensing. I want to talk a little bit about that because this this one sensor can do all of these different functionalities as long as you have the proper activations. So tell us a little bit, Jay, about the manure constituent sensing, kind of what's involved and how it all works. Like I said, you just throw in another activation on the sensor with a different set of calibration files, and then you're able to monitor nitrogen, ammonium, phosphate, you know, potassium, dry matter, and volume as, as you're applying your liquid manure through the fields. So you're not just, you know, taking one sample out of uh, your whole load or all your lagoon and kind of just, you know, the the nutrient levels vary it throughout the whole load so as time passes you know stuff settles so nutrient levels change throughout that entire application so this way you can better monitor that and and better apply those nutrients in your field now is this a way to just monitor those constituents within the manure or are you also able to control your application rate based on constituent levels so you can go in there and set a total pounds of, of nitrogen you would want to apply per acre right and then with the uh, tractor implement automation uh, you can either speed up or slow down to make sure you hit your target rate of those target levels you want to apply that to me in my mind you know here here in the midwest where i'm at we don't have a a ton of this uh liquid manure going on there seems to be more and more coming uh cuz obviously I, I believe it's uh with cattle or with hogs but any sort of liquid manure but just to be able to have that control to watch your N application versus just a flat rate of product uh that is really cool Let's talk a little bit about compatibility across all three of these uses, or I guess two of them. The one is just a a desktop or a tailgate type stationary unit. What is the compatibility when it comes to the self-propelled forage harvesters as well as manure spreaders? So for the self-propelled um, forage harvesters, you can you can actually put them on seven thousand series, eight thousand, and nine thousand series um, self-propelled forage harvesters. Um, just need the uh, if they didn't come harvest lab ready from the factory, we can order a kit to make it all work. For the manure constituents on the uh, on the tractor side, 
if you want to be able to utilize that tractor implement automation I was telling you about, you would have to have a 7, 8, or 9 30 series tractor with a power shift transmission or um, any 6R, 7R, 8R, or 9R would work and, and you'd be able to utilize those tools. And what about for uh, manure spreaders themselves? You talked about either on your liquid tank or on a drag line system. Are there any specifics to what you can or cannot put that sensor on? You can. Um, all you got to do is you can you can actually have like an ISO harness in there. And all it, all it needs is, you know, switched power constant and, and your ground. And you can basically run it on a semi, but you just won't be able to utilize that uh, that that speed automation we were talking about. But you can still you can manually do that if you want, you know, as, as you're going through the field, you can speed up or slow down yourself um, if you still want to hit that target rate of nitrogen that you would like. Yeah, so it sounds like there's uh, the compatibility is quite open, just a matter of getting it mounted, getting it in line with those manure spreaders. And you talked about the 7, 8, and 9,000 series self-propelled forage harvesters. So it seems like quite a bit of compatibility is out there. Uh, I would imagine uh, there's there's questions that can be answered if, if people are curious about that. Now, Jay, you've got, I know you've got one for sure of these manure constituent sensing uh, systems out there, but you've also got a number of forage harvesters out there. Do you have any sort of a success story that you'd like to share with our listeners about uh, something good that came out of the Harvest Lab 3000 sensor? Yeah, actually we do. Not too long ago, actually, we were we were demoing a feed mixer out here. Um, our agronomist, Aaron Hightower, was involved, and... This customer is specifically Case, big fan of Case. And we were demoing this feed mixer to him. And then we just, we started thinking um, he gets all his corn um, harvested from a uh, custom harvester out here that runs a green machine with the Harvest Lab 3000. The He also gets his uh, liquid manure uh, from his lagoon applied from another custom applicator out here that runs the manure constituents on that Harvest Lab 3000. So we're like, we started talking to him about it. I was like, do you know what you can get out of this? You know, and right away he started, he got an operation center. Um, so now he's able to view that data, those custom applicators and harvest, you know, and the custom um, harvester guys are doing out in his fields. He can view directly in his operation center. And now he's he just purchased his new green tractor and is looking at a rate controller and a Harvest Lab 3000 as well. That's awesome. And yeah, that that ties perfectly into the, you know, that site specific documentation we were talking about for a customer to go into the operation center, whether it's their own machines or it's a custom outfit that comes in and does it for them. They're able to go into the operation center and see what what they're doing, what's happening, the quality of forage that's coming in or the the quality of manure that's going out. So that is a, a really cool story to hear about getting this customer more, more in tune with the Harvest Lab 3000, the information that can come off of it. So now, Jay, if somebody wants to learn more about the Harvest Lab 3000 sensor, where can they go and who can they talk to? Um, I mean, they can call their local John Deere dealer or they can get online and uh, in the uh, sales 
uh, manual. There's a lot of information there. There's also some cool demo guides that they can go in there and check out. Got pretty cool information on there. And then also uh, this podcast and uh, some YouTube videos. I know there's some pretty cool YouTube videos out there. Awesome. Well, I just want to thank you, Jay, for taking the time today to sit down with me and talk a little bit about the Harvest Lab 3000 sensor. Uh, this is cool technology that I don't get to see very often, but I'm glad uh, I'm glad you have the knowledge base and the, uh, the customers out there using it so we can uh, sit down and chat about it. So thanks again for doing this. No, thanks for having me, Tony. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode. If you have questions about the technology and products discussed, or have ideas about future episodes, please leave them in the comments below. You can also subscribe to RDO's YouTube channel and be in the know about each episode, or tune in on any streaming service. Thanks again for listening.